everyone welcome to the show we are back once again for check your six and this time we mean business they are two of the last two leagues that we've been covering for collegiate rainbow six both collegiate rainbow six and the college rainbow six league are down to the grand finals and we won't spoil the journey of the matches that got us there because in each one we missed a round of coverage over the last week and then with our slight delay we got to see how everything else turned into the grand final situation so we actually have some really recent news that of what's decided the crsl final at least that wrapped up maybe 20 minutes ago so that was a full day of rainbow six watching for me which i definitely got to enjoy because that's the first time i got to sit down and watch like four hours of rainbow six which was real nice uh but tonight once again join me syntax welcome once again hey how Joe. you doing good good enjoying your early summer weather um surprisingly yes here in texas it has been uh surprisingly warm for this time of year what is it may it's been about i think on average probably about 80 mid 80s high 80s low 90s and then also some thunderstorms at the same time yeah. so oh you know tech usual texas things i miss the humidity and the 80 degree thunderstorms i miss all that <laughs> i wouldn't miss it too much oh man we had we hit 73 last week and then it's been six days of rain basically on and off and we we went up to the seven, like mid 70s like 73 but then we dipped back down to like a high of 58 for like three days straight so <laughs> we've been back and forth with rain and sun and everything and it's just totally bipolar here oh no but, yeah it's this is mayweather for us we won't see anything real nice until after july 4th so but any time we can get the sun for more than two days at a time, it's a it's a real nice day. <laughs> yeah, I think that's one of the reasons that I never really like took interest in living in Seattle was because of how much it rains. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's nine months of gray. You know, and it, you know, Every at first day. I kind of liked rain, uh, but especially after living. So I lived in you know as the as the Marine Corps for. For five years and i lived in okinawa japan for a couple and uh in okinawa it, it rains quite a bit it rains probably from <laughs> probably from from march to about november yep. uh that's what you get for living in a tropical area everyone's like i want to go live in a sub i want to live in a subtropical or, or tropical environment no you don't <laughs> because it rains and there's things called uh it's not a hurricane it's a typhoon over there that's what it's called it's a typhoon typhoons are nasty <laughs> i'm done with the rain you're done with the rain and you're well you're still i mean you still deal with a fair amount yourself but yes i do <laughs> you have to go to like utah to get away from it but let's get into this so the big news with the pro league this year or this this week maybe for the year this is a fairly big announcement is that face it is the one taking over for the north american esports production in vegas 
over the former partners in ESL. So face it, I mean, you and I were talking about it before we went live a little bit, just being like, we are completely unaware of face it's market share and size and how well representative it is of an actual competitive scene. Like I ch you check out the website, they've got World of Tanks EU, they've got CSGO, they've got Dota, they've got PUBG. Uh, and they've got a couple of other games that they support with their own like matchmaking and ladder system and uh, even anti-cheat. So like they've got a nice little ecosystem going on right there. But and they've hosted a number of live events as well. So they've got experience with that. I just I wonder if this is just a case of really wanting the different regions to own their ecosystem. I don't know if face it, since this is just for North America, this allows each of the regions to get a different flavor about themselves, to get something that's maybe a little more personalized for their audiences. So we mm -hmm. might actually get a better broadcast out of this, which makes me a little excited. But it also feels like we're going to maybe a, scra a scrappy underdog who wants to try new innovative things that may not turn out well. Yeah, you know, um, I think this is one of the few times where I can generally say, I don't know how it's going to go. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't, I, people say, you know, is face going to be good for the, for the league or is it going to be bad? I have no idea yeah. because, you know, I, I've no, I know face it by name. Um, you know, I've played in a couple of their, you know, I, I've known them as like a, a game battles type system you know they run like on the online like smaller leagues and stuff but i never knew that they were big enough to actually go and run a professional league um i it was a huge surprise to me you know i either maybe i just hadn't followed them enough or, or understood how exactly how big they were um i guess it kind of comes into uh you know especially like in the csgo community um you know there was another name that i didn't even know that was that big but my my brother starts started to work for them full time as a production manager as Beyond the Summit. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't know Beyond the Summit was was that big. They host a number of of of, of, of leagues as well. So I mm. guess we learn some every day. So I guess yeah. we'll we will see how how face it's going to do in the, in the next pro league scene. Yeah, and the good news is, I mean, we won't even have to wait that long. Like, we'll start seeing what they can manage while everyone's doing stuff on LAN even though all the teams will be kind of down in the same location and everything, but getting them all set up to participate and then running even an online league will give us a good idea of how they're going to be running things from a quality standpoint. Like, yeah, we'll still have webcams of in people's offices and bedrooms and stuff like that. But yeah. we're, we're going to be seeing like the graphics, the transitions, how well they handle replay analysis and what the the host table is going to be like and just the understanding the personalities of who's going to be involved like i haven't noticed if the commentators have been announced from face it and whether or not we'll get the same guys who were doing the pro league last year i know that they've made a statement about wanting to keep commentating on rainbow six but if they're having stuck or if they're stuck having to choose between two different production staffs doing face it for north america and whether or not ESL retains the rights in Europe, like how are they going to juggle that? Because they were both covering North America and Europe 
European leagues, like, are they going to have to actually split? Are we going to have dedicated North American casters? It's entirely possible. Yeah, for the most part, I think the, all the casters are going to remain the same. So I think when ESL cut ties, um, I think all the casters were released, and I think FaceIt kind of picked them up. Yeah. So I think all the casters are remaining the same, just kind of. It was easy. Uh, it was an easy solution for FaceIt because uh, you know all the casters currently, on, honestly, are, are pretty good. Yeah. I know some of them kind of kind of face some backlash sometimes, but honestly, I don't have a problem with any of the casters. So, um, it was a it was an, it was just an easy decision for them, an easy business decision to just pick those up, pick the other casters up. And most of the most of the time, casters and commentators they're contract workers, anyways. They're never just hired directly by the league or the organizer themselves so it's not like that they had to be fired or anything like that it's just that their contract isn't renewed kind of deal and that's a much cleaner situation so i mean that, that's the big news for pro league is that we're going to get a different production house running it and seeing how well that they can help communicate and build that competitive integrity knowing that we're looking at a number of different issues going on right now and making sure that they can host the league and they're going to have to be the ones who have to smooth out having uh, the Sonics join back into the league and having Disrupt join into the league and not bringing in those uh, Challenger League teams who rightfully earned a spot but weren't going to get a shot at it because of the restructuring going on so they're going to be part of the solution and I really hope that going forward we actually get to pay pay respects and pay the people who win with the appropriate rewards and notoriety that goes with it mm -hmm. outside of that that's really it for the pro league no other big roster shuffles i've seen a couple of other things on uh r6 leakers which is honestly the juiciest bits of some things but most of the time it's not um just or validated by any things but there are some notes that came out even just within the last day so humor me with some of these rumors uh castle is going to receive the 416c jaeger loses the 416c and is replaced with the ump frost loses welcome mat receives the uh, f2 Wait, okay, wait. Wait. What? There's no way this is true. Where did yeah, you see this? This is on R6 leakers right now. This was oh, a tweet from I did... 16 hours ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, that can't be. That can't be true. Uh, let's see. Receives the F2. Fuse has five cluster charges. Maestro loses hollow. Reflex and red dot forced to play iron sights. Cav loses impacts. Is replaced by shield. Wait, who's who's okay? So this is obviously a joke. I, I didn't realize that at the beginning. Who's forced to play Iron Scythe? Uh, Maestro. Oh, <laughs> jo jokes on them. Maestro's Iron Scythe are actually pretty good. So <laughs> these are only half the changes. Twenty likes, and I revealed the other half. Um, Slevin has been kicked from the Sonics for Super's brother. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Helby is moving to G2 to be an analyst. Um, 
Oh, looks like this might have been a new account because the previous one got shut down. The previous R6 Leakers account got shut down or something. Because this thing uh, they... only has like four <laughs> tweets. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they, they got deleted. Um, I, I think they might have deleted their own uh deleted their own profile for some reason i'm not sure what the whole drama behind it was but i, I know their original got deleted yeah uh there was a note that uh where did i see this one i saw this one earlier that organ was replacing one of the maps uh was it it was one of the last tweets it looks like before they deleted um but yeah, there was a map shakeup, and people were going, "What in the hell?" I can't find it now. That's disappointing. It was just yesterday, or it was just like a couple days ago. Um. Well, that's it for pro league. There's, I mean, those rumors are ridiculous and absolutely not going to happen. Um. But yeah, otherwise we're all calm on the pro league scene, and we'll see how this all shakes out in just about a month's time when we start seeing some of the qualifiers kicking off. So that'll be exciting to see how it starts organizing itself. Uh, moving on to the college leagues, we've got some bangers. Let me, let me share the screen. Boom, 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 Chrome. And of course, this time it's not going to want to show up. Nice. Oh, that's disappointing. Thank you, Windows Share, for being a piece of garbage. Well, <laughs> the links will be in the show notes to get you to all of the brackets, which I will happily show off. But if anyone wants to follow along, I will put those probably not into chat because I imagine Moobot is even going to block me, but we will try and see what's up. Let's put this into chat. Boom. This is the collegiate rainbow six finals going on. So last week we were doing the bets between Akron and Kennesaw state university. Simon Frazier and Mississippi State Esports, UDIM versus Longhorn Gaming, and Illinois State Varsity versus CSULB. Now, those were our four matches for CR6. Um, and we had one match from CR6, or CRSL last week where we chose Utah to win, and they did. So we were both one for one. When we go to, oh, sorry, there was a second one from, wait, did I miss one? I might have missed one. Oh, yeah, look, oh, the, that's right. The Simon Fraser-Mississippi State match had already been played by the time we got to our uh, predictions. So uh, Akron, of course, beat Kennesaw 2-0. to zero. Pretty, pretty expected there. Simon Fraser 2-0 Mississippi State. UDIM. 31st, University of Montreal, 2 0'd Longhorn Gaming. I, I'm going to have to pay attention to this team and really just be like, 
question mark where did they come from um and especially being nearly that 50th percentile and yet they made it all the way to the top four which is just an incredible showing let it let it be known that uh joe said that they were going to win last week and i said that they weren't so no you said you said udim was going to win i said they weren't i put it on longhorn yep uh, I, was, I was talking about Longhorn Gaming, yeah. I said, yeah. I said that you was going to win. Yep, and that was the decider. So right now, you are in the lead in our picks of 12 out of 23, and I am sitting at 11 of 23, which puts me in a really unfortunate situation where I have to bet on the underdogs or basically just counter whatever pick you go for and <laughs> in hope that I can eke out a win by one point so let's see beyond that we got akron in the round that we missed uh, making predictions for akron versus simon frazier and simon frazier won two to one which means akron will not be your three-time champion two times running and akron is knocked out in a third fourth finish in cr6 which is completely surprising absolutely and utterly surprising they never met earlier in the season as far as i as far as i knew they never fought each other because if they were in the top four it means they were all they were both four and oh in phase two and then they wouldn't have played each other in the phase one either so they never played each other until this moment and simon fraser pulled out the win Uh, i can't tell if it was like Akron won the first map and then Simon Fraser pulled off the back-to-back upset or anything like that. But the fact that Simon Fraser did that, that's they're only one of two teams that I've known to beat Akron, and that's FIU, who's done it twice, and then Simon Fraser the first time this season and the first time in CRSL or CR six that Akron has lost in like the last two seasons, basically. So that's pretty incredible for them to pull that off and our last matchup was udem versus csulb and csulb knocks them out also two to one so when we're looking at the teams that had a hard-fought battle against their opponents in this last round we get two teams who had to really work for those wins which makes me really excited about how this grand finals is going to go off between simon fraser and csulb so now's the time who is your pick simon frazier the ones who take down the reigning champions or csulb <laughs> wow <laughs> and so who is your choice simon frazier or csulb <laughs> but uh um say that one more time i'm sorry it's all good we're down to the grand finals simon frazier number four the ones who took down the reigning champions or csulb number 11 who has taken down let's see ucf black number three they've taken out university of kentucky number six they took out texas a&m maroon then they also beat Udem, who took out Longhorn Gaming, who took out Texas Tech, 
who took out OSU and Boston University, number two. So, I mean, to get to this point, all these teams have had to take out some serious hard hitters. So CSULB, maybe not the most flashy, the most dominant, but they're really, they were probably a three, they were a three and one team who, who had one, one slip up during phase two and really that's it. So it's, it's going to be a tight matchup regardless. Um, you know what? Let's go with CSULB. Okay. I have faith. I'm, I'm I think this is my my opportunity to at least tie it up. This is Simon Fraser's This is Simon Fraser's absolutely. If they took out Akron, holy cow. Like I I mean Akron, Mississippi State, Grand Canyon University, uh New York Tech, UGA Red, CU Boulder Black, Kennesaw State and Akron those were the teams that were opponents of these teams that were also beaten by these two or by Simon mm-hmm. Fraser. Like those are just some scary teams and some ones that really came out like Mississippi state is like UDEM equivalent, just on the other side of the bracket. Um, Grand Canyon university, I would say is kind of equivalent to UCF black on your side with CSULB. You've got Kennesaw very much like one of the Texas teams boston university the number two seed like they dropped to the second to last team in the league which just again blows my mind just to have them ride it all the way up to the was that semifinals um it's going to be a close match but i think simon fraser just i think having prepared for akron overall puts them in a better position to win yeah um then Really? So that's all we're down to. Last matchup. I haven't seen any announcements of when that matchup's going to happen, uh, but you can bet it's probably in the next few days uh, or sometime early next week. So look for those tweets and live notifications on uh, the Discord for CR6. Be paying attention to that. And oh, great analysis. Thanks. Uh, And it looks like my screen might have frozen. That's interesting. (laughs) Looks like Discord froze. Can you still hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can still hear you. I can still see you. Huh. Okay, well, my screen's frozen. That's great. Um, Let's keep rolling. So we've got... Moving over to CRSL, we had some finishes for the last of the playoffs last week that gave us our top four teams. Let me bring those up. Of course, now the websites appear to be broken, so the brackets don't want to be brought up. So what we can do, I can bring up that we are down to our top four teams. That is University of Akron, Texas A&M Maroon, UTSA, and FIU. Now, Akron would have beaten Utah last week to cinch in that Final Four spot. And 
this afternoon, which was the four hours or so, five hours, I think, in total of streaming that went on, what happened was that they took first and second and the left bracket and matched them reversed against the first and second of the right bracket. So what happened first was FIU versus UTSA, where FIU won 2-0, to zero, sending UTSA to the loser's bracket. Akron faced AM Maroon and again 2 and owed them, sending them to the lower bracket where we will see the third time that UTSA and AM fought each other. This time around, and I believe a repeat of the last time that they matched up where UTSA won during the regular season. That's what happened during the regular season. So, so FIU beat UTSA? Yes. Today? Okay, so yes. they. UTSA beat AM, but then they lost to FIU. Ah, so FIU and UTSA actually played twice today. So in the first round of the playoffs, it was FIU and UTSA. UTSA went to the loser's bracket after losing. So they Akron, played three times today total? I think they played, th yeah, they played three times today. Oh, man. Okay. So FIU, UTSA, 2-0. AM and Akron, 2-0. For Akron, so then loser bracket round one, UTSA, AM Maroon. UTSA won that one, knocking AM out of the tournament, which that's too bad. They had a good run. Like I was actually surprised that they they pushed this far. They've seemed to have a bit of a hot and cold spell this season and seem to be finding a stride near the end, but that might have also just been the other teams kind of running out of gas with the, this was a long season with all the adjustments to scheduling and everything, I could see this really wearing on a lot of teams. So then there was a final showdown of Akron and FIU in the semifinals of the winner's bracket, and Akron pulls off the 2-1 to one win for the first time against FIU in CRSL as they've lost the last two times that they've played each other. So that's a bit of that's a huge reason for Akron to be celebrating is that they finally solved the puzzle that was FIU. Now they didn't do it overwhelmingly. Now the last last map ended up being something like seven to three, seven to four, uh, where Akron at the half tied three to three. Akron just turned something on, and FIU just did not have any answer on the attack. And it just it seemed maybe a little sloppy. It seemed like there were some miscommunications going on. And Akron, being the team that they are, they just absolutely capitalized on it. So they finally figured it out, moving on 2-1 to one and moving into the grand finals. And where we get the rematch from earlier today, FIU versus UTSA once again. And FIU once again pulls off the 2-1. to zero win where the last map went seven to five so where utsa initially had the lead up two rounds and so it just slowly slowly slipped away out of favor for them and knocks them out in that third place finish but for lucky for us we get another match of fiu versus akron now the previous set today was just incredible play all the way around like it was just good to watch absolutely thrilling to get another setup of this after the relationship that these two teams have built during the playoffs where FIU just seemingly 
kind of brushed them aside and Akron just had nothing to give, nothing to really say towards what FIU was throwing at them to see that growth even in this last round of the playoffs like that's huge as that they mm-hmm. get the winner's bracket advantage and then they also get to go in knowing that we've beaten you most recently so we're in our final form and we're in our best form at this time right now and that's on top of coming off of the loss in CR6 so they've got to be feeling really good about being able to recover in a late playoff, high-pressure situation, go making a run for it. So at the very least, and actually this is an interesting point, regardless of who wins, we will have someone who will have won two different leagues because Akron won CEA invite. FIU just won the CEA open league uh grand finals so they've won uh, won once now and now with this they will each have an opportunity to have won a second league that they qualified for akron gets a little more notoriety because they won the invite league but we'll see more fiu and akron next season in cea which will be exciting and that means hopefully that means fiu will also be in cr6 to challenge Akron as the only three-time champion or three-league champion. So, I mean, that's really what we're down to. Akron and FIU. Who do you? Who are you feeling? Um, let's go with FIU. All right. Looks like I have to believe in Akron and their final formation. That's, I mean, that's a tough sell. It's really hard to believe. Do do we have another pick after this? No, that's it. Like, these are the last two matches. I should have given you a first choice right there. That would have been fair. It's all good. It's all good. I was going to Akron anyways. Like, I I really think that the momentum of getting checked in a different league and being like, oh, okay, we can't, we, we, this is our last match. This is what that means now is like, their last yeah. match their last matches were today everything that they were doing today for Akron and FIU they are literally pulling out all the stops all the strategies because they have to win if they want to keep playing and this is yeah. for all the marbles this is this isn't just get into open or get into the invite league or get into premier phase 2 this is like this is everything going forward this is this is where they know that where they should be these two teams know that they are the highest caliber competitive teams in these college leagues and they know that they need to be in that one two spot and it didn't work for akron in cr6 but they're here now in crsl and i would say that this is probably the most competitive of the two leagues if i had to compare the two and you know what even if i had to compare the three I would say that CRSL is probably the most competitive basically by how they set up the the matchups and how they scored everything and even how they decided the top, how to reset the brackets for the top four. I really mm-hmm. like that setup. Um, it gives a whole lot of mix-up. Like We had a lot of history between these teams just going into the playoffs, but as these playoffs went along, we were able to draw direct correlations and start going back to these teams histories from the from the regular season and phase two of it so 
we're we're building these histories of these teams and starting to really understand what they're capable of and i think the best storytelling is definitely coming from crsl this time around but beyond that i i like i'm just excited the season's almost over these teams get some well-deserved breaks and time off i know some of the summer leagues are happening i don't imagine they're going to be incredibly popular just because a lot of students on vacation a lot of students needing the break a lot of students just figuring out what the hell they're going to do in the fall and so there's a lot of change that's going to happen over the summer so i encourage these teams to take the downtime take the time off stay in touch with your teams maybe do some of the challenger league stuff just for shits and giggles and see where you stack up and see what you can do but uh yeah we're 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 done we're, we get maybe one more week to comment on the finals and the results of things but and then gloat one of us gets to gloat hor horrendously over the other about being better by like one maybe two even possibly three picks that's the i mean that's mm -hmm. the worst of it i win by one or you win by three that's the oh dang is, yeah. is, is that the is that the real the... that's that's the reality of it <laughs> i have to oh. if, if if I win one, I'm tied with you, and you lost because we we alternated picks on both of the remaining matches. So if I win, I if I win both, I win by one, and if you win both, you win by three. So it looks really bad if you win oh, at all. Like <laughs> that's funny. So, but uh, the end of the season, it's good. You know, regardless of how you, how your team places at the end of the season. This break between the you know now and, and when the next season starts is a really good time for for these teams to go over their strategies, go over their team compositions, go over their um, just go over everything within the team and um, practice your weaknesses. Identify first off, you need to identify your weaknesses as a team. You know if if you really want to do better in the next league, for playing for fun, that's that's fine and dandy. But if you're a team that that is playing to win. Um, this is your chance to to identify your weaknesses as a team, go over them, practice and practice and practice. So don't and, sit around. And with the VODs being up for matchups like FIU and Akron, the teams who have mechanically been doing the best, who have a lot of gun skill to show off as well, maybe some nifty tricks with the operator gadgets and some spots that you hadn't thought about using before they're i mean these they've got nothing left to lose so they are pulling out everything so these if if you don't have vods to review or ones that you haven't reviewed to death already uh these would be the next one next best ones to be looking into mm-hmm yeah with i mean with that there's there's not much left to say like we can go into some of the vods maybe next week as there's not a whole lot left to go into and we can find out who our top fraggers are some cool stats from the season and look look forward to that and wrapping up and finding out what's next for these leagues as they move into summer and see what they're talking about for the fall as a lot of the plans have to start beginning as soon as the season wraps up anyhow so there might be a small downtime, but I imagine we'll have announcements for more summer league schedules and the plans for the fall shortly. Maybe 
maybe end of June. Teams will want, will want to know when signups are and what's on the line. Prizes and all that should be well-known well in advance. So CRSL, CEA, CR6, everyone's going to know what they're fighting for real soon. And if growth from the last season has shown us anything is that there's a significant interest in the prizes and teams really want that notoriety for their schools. Yeah. Uh, well, did you have anything left to say? Like, I, I've been really impressed at how consistent the top teams have been. There's been some surprises along the way, but we're seeing a lot of consistency from teams that have been competitive or um, are in the tops already. So we're we're getting there. We're starting to build that reputation, and these teams are also starting to build reputations. So I keep mentioning it, that spreadsheet of the Rainbow Six Collegiate League playbooks and history almanac whatever we want to call it it's going to be such a monstrosity that i'm going to have, probably have to ask around for some help just to make 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 the spreadsheet usable and manageable so that it's not just going to crash out everyone's systems and just be a hor <laughs> like a horrible resource hog but I, i'm looking forward to working with these leagues and grabbing all their data just to have something to reference some sort of playbook even if it's distributed out to the casters for each of the, each of the leagues if i can provide that amount of resource for folks or even other fans so that they're they know what they're getting into and if they want to dive into some interesting statistics i would love to have that banter and chat as well so yeah uh, of course it'll be shared with you and you'll be able to point out all of my horrible formulas and why did you do it this way and i'll be like i have no idea it was 2 a.m and i was putting together a spreadsheet for fun <laughs> My OCD is going to kick in. I'm just going to rearrange everything for you. Oh, there you go. I, I'm going to make sure all, so many cells are just colored bright pink. There's <laughs> going to be gradients everywhere. Oh, please don't. <laughs> you might you might make me explode. Oh, oh man. You should you should see some of the spreadsheets I deal with at work. Those are those are some buttes. <laughs> clearly spreadsheets that were never meant to be shared are being shared and thrown around and it's been like no you giving a spreadsheet to a systems designer and going this is how i thought it would work and they just go and they did no i'm going to rewrite your whole spreadsheet for you just because i can't read this <laughs> uh, yeah and that's that'll be me i'll be polishing that thing up all the way up until day one of the new league so uh, so while we may not have much Check Your Six going on with collegiate news, there will be the professional league stuff coming on uh, mid-next month. So we'll maybe follow a bit of the Challenger League qualifiers as that's going on, as we get acquainted with Face It as the league owners, and really just start prepping for that next season, which we'll have to get CRSL, CR6, and cea back on the show to talk about their plans for the summer and see if maybe we'll get a super league someday where they all combine their efforts together like i wanted so badly earlier uh or just see what their development's like uh more crsl could use some more stats some updates to the website a little more frequently cr6 could use a website again and not use battlefy please because we don't want random matchmaking in these massive uh brackets we like 
random matchmaking just seems bad. Uh, using some long some historical matchmaking to go along with it would be nice to start placing teams that we know who are competitive with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, CEA making sure that one of the teams doesn't drop out before the league starts and giving some teams a statistical advantage because they don't have to play as many games. And all in all, just some better social media awareness and just updates to the community, making it easier to understand what's going on. Like, those are the kind of things that I would love to see. And, I mean, those are going to be some of the biggest things that keep people from joining these communities is that they just don't know what's going on or they're not being reminded that big matchups are happening and that there's big consequences to the ma- these matchups. And as more streams happen, like, I'm hoping we can get some more quality casting going on. Maybe not from us. Probably not from me. Um, but that's, <laughs> that's that's the hope. That's the dream. Yeah, I, I think everyone just wants a little bit more. Uh, what, what is the term that people use? Transparency. Yeah. Is that is that a player? Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, yeah. That I mean, that's exactly the same as the pro league. More transparency mm-hmm. from Ubisoft. Transparency from Face It. They get to prove that they're going to be better for the community than ESL was, especially for North America. I don't know if there was maybe more conflict between the North American teams and Ubisoft and the timing of things and how ESL wanted to handle things. Um, But we can only hope that wherever ESL was dropping the ball, that face it really prioritizes and keeps that, and it keeps that vision alive for the, the, the fans in North America as they start producing majors and uh, the big events, this uh, six invitational again, seeing what that's going to be like, they get to start pulling out some of the, the big tricks to try and keep driving that spectacle and the experience for going to those majors. Uh, that's, that's the kind of development from face it that I'm really looking forward to is there's a commitment to more majors and more events and just more games overall. That way, people get to know these teams better because a best of one each week, you get to play maybe twice a week, sometimes. like that, That's a weird schedule. It was kind of all over the place, hard to follow. Uh, I hope that Face It gives us maybe a more primetime time for those matchups that's not just early in the week, late my time, even later East Coast time, but I mean starting matchups at eight o'clock at night or 11 o'clock at night that's pretty rough yeah so lots to think about lots to hope for for quality improvements but that's it check your six wrapping up well ahead of time for our last few weeks since those have run quite long so maybe this is how we make up for it is with a short show this week so uh, that's it for me. You can follow me at, at Warlocker Call on most social media, and I do the Summoning Hour podcast as well as the Check Your Six podcast. Both release on Anchor on Mondays. You can check those out, anchor.fm slash the Summoning Hour and anchor.fm slash Check Your Six. And I actually just started a new show with the 137GG group. So if you're on Twitter, you recognize 137PM brand of gaming and culture and they invited me out to be a host during their noon streams so tuesdays through fridays on twitch.tv slash the the word one three seven the numbers pm 
on Twitch, and you will find me chatting it up with a game journalist, Red Infamy, as well as our content organizer and coordinator, 137Dawn, working with that group directly as an employee. So we get to go on about gaming culture and other aspects of things that are getting into gaming like hip-hop and Fortnite, defining experiences and all that stuff and diving into the unreal 5 demo that launched this week so lots of news coverage there and lots of opinions flying around from a game developer's point of view a news journalist's point of view and someone who's really in touch with culture as it as it stands out to grow into gaming so if that sounds interesting join us there and also on their 1.37 p.m. Discord server, which you can find online, no problem. That's it for me. It's Syntax, where can people find you? What are you up to? Oh, uh, nothing. You, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can at at, uh, at SyntaxGG. Um, I haven't been streaming much, but if you want to follow me on Twitch, I'm at, uh, at SyntaxGG as well. Actually, at Syntax underscore GG. There you go. But, uh, if you want uh, R6 tips and tricks and guides, uh, you can follow my YouTube at uh, youtube.com slash syntaxgg. So. Solid. How's the latest patch been treating you? Um, actually, I haven't really been playing that much this last patch. Um, yeah. I've been kind of... You didn't hear me say this, but I've been, I've been kind of fed up with Siege and some of the stuff oh. with the game lately. So I actually haven't been... I'm playing it re recently. I'm, I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for the new season. Yep, it's healthy to take a break every now and then. Let things kind of settle. I know it's been a little rocky with cheaters and maybe a lack of feedback from Ubisoft. So it's 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 a good time to be taking a break. I admit I've done the same thing. I've found much more success in the Valorant gameplay lately. So it's it's a much more. Um, kind and gentle to my skill set than r6 is where i feel like i'm missing all the details all the time and i have no idea what i'm doing but um yeah it's a good time to take a break we'll maybe take a few weeks off and get to covering the pro league once it comes back and be revitalized with a patch that everyone's actually happy with absolutely you know i don't get me wrong i still love watching siege Yes, it's just absolutely. Playing playing it right now is just uh, <laughs> gets my gets my blood pressure up too high. Absolutely. All right. Well, it was nice chatting with you, and we will catch you next Thursday, where we will most likely be talking through the grand finals. Come through and talk with us about your experiences with the grand finals, how you thought the matches went. Leave us messages about how the podcast is going, and what else you would like to see from us anchor.fm slash check your the numeral six slash message and we will host your messages right on the podcast and we'll talk it out so you can have some direct responses and be on the show all at once pretty sweet deal anyways that's it for us take it easy and we'll see you next week later everyone